Well, that was not an ideal game one. No, it wasn't. Um, felt, we were chasing the whole time, you know, since the end of the like, since we lost the lead in the first quarter. Chasing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really feel too too bad about it until we got to about the midway point through the third quarter and we were still trailing. We just never kind of made that. Once we really got into the fourth quarter, that's when I was like, okay, like now this is a pretty uh, pretty tough lead to come back from. Um, and we're usually a very good third quarter team. So even going to the second half, I felt pretty good. I was like, okay, well, we're going to be a strong third quarter team. We'll get this game close, headed into the fourth. And then from there, we'll, you know, hopefully just be able to use our depth, use our uh, our talent. But a lot of our a lot of our big guys did not show up. Well, not a lot of our big guys. Our big guys just really didn't show up a whole lot. No, this was not pretty. Um, Jalen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen in particular. I mean, he finished with twelve points. I think he had four made shots and he had like six turnovers. Yeah, four um, four baskets, six turnovers. Yeah, Tatum wasn't great offensively. I wouldn't really uh, put him to blame for this though. Um, he he certainly wasn't that great, um, but he wasn't he wasn't terrible. Jalen was the really the big sore mark on this point. Um, Marcus, I feel like shot a lot of threes, didn't hit very many threes. Yeah, do you have the number? I didn't pull up the box score. I was going to do that right yeah, now. Box, I don't know if the box score is like going to be available right this second. I have the I had like the temporary box score in front of us. Okay. Um, let's see. Playoffs does it have. Okay, let me just pull that up. Um, but either way, like, I just know we shot a lot of threes. I mean, as a team, we did not shoot the three ball. Well, we shot, uh, actually we shot 36%, but we took 50 threes. That's a lot. Now that's, that's pretty crazy, especially because as a team, I want to look at this cause I thought we were taking a lot of threes. Um, as a team, we averaged 37 three pointers a game. So we took 13 more than what we normally do. And, it, we we played right into the Bucks' hand. That's what the Bucks want to do to us uh, defensively. That's their game plan. Is it seemed like they wanted to try and take the ball out of Tatum's hands and make everyone else just kind of force the three ball. They were collapsing hard on pretty much every single every single drive to the basket. Brooke Lopez, I gave credit to Brooke Lopez where it's due. Like he was phenomenal. He played so well today. Yeah. Shout out our old man Al. Al also played incredibly defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on Giannis for most of the night. Giannis didn't have a great game shooting the ball. I mean, he finished with 23, uh, 24 points, but he shot 9 of 25 from the field. Like, we'll take right. that every single day of the week. 100%. Um, where was I looking at this? Oh, yeah, I was going to look at the Celtics and how many threes that they shot. Um, yeah, Marcus Smart was 1 for 6 from 3. Not ideal. Pritchard um, great. Yeah. Pritchard – he had a couple wide open. They were really letting him him go. That was that was the turning point of the game. Like the it was the first five attempts of the fourth quarter. Four of them were Pritchard threes, and they were he was zero for four. Like it, you you're when you're down twelve going into or like down eight or whatever. It was what I think it was twelve going into the fourth, um, or maybe under ten. But you can't let. Peyton Pritchard be taking the f- four of the first five shots when you have a guy in Jason Tatum averaging 29 points during the yeah, ball. I mean, like I said, like we played right, we played right into their hand. Um, 
what they want to do defensively. That's exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to get our role player. They wanted our role players to beat us. Yeah. Um, they really challenged us to beat them by taking threes. And so we're going to have to get real creative, um, figuring out to- attack that drop coverage. Cause they want us, uh, they want, they want everyone else taking threes. They even were fine with Jalen taking some threes. Cause he really didn't make it hurt too much. He was only three. For nine. Hold on. His dog's fighting. No, just barking. Oh. Um, I'm going to go step outside. Okay. Um, no, but overall, like, that's just, like, at the end of the day, like, that's just what we did. We need to get creative. We need to figure out a way to um, – a way to not just heave a bunch of threes. Like, that's not going to work. Like, that's just – it's not effective, clearly. No, not at all. Um, you, you you said it exactly right. I mean, they the Bucks made the Celtics role players beat them, and, and they didn't. I mean, Derek White, the only real contributor off the bench – uh grant played well i mean two for six though eight points grant played well defensively though like yeah fair enough so i'll at least give him that like at least you're gonna bring on one end where um i mean Jalen was even getting bullied not really his fault like bobby pores i felt like had a very good game when matched up with Jalen brown like he was taking advantage of that every time he got him in the post he was kind of backing him down a little bit and um taking that kind of over the shoulder like right hook shot that he's he's been so good at um Grayson Allen too. You got to give credit to to him as well. I mean, he played a. a oh, I hate looking at him, guy, but I mean, he played a dog of a game. You know, like was out muscling the guys he was on. He, I mean, he, I think he had two offensive rebounds, like two massive offensive rebounds throughout the span of that second half. Um, just it, like they, the South just got outplayed, and I mean. There was there were they had ample opportunity to sort of get back into this game, climb and out of the hole that they dug themselves. But um, I think there the that stretch at the end of the first quarter that's what did it for me. I think I mean the, it was a 10-0 run for the last four minutes of the, what of the first first quarter, and the Bucks didn't trail since I think. Yeah, and the Bucks like this was a sloppy game on both sides. Um, like I thought. Like, I felt kind of good because Jalen and Jason hadn't gotten started yet, but we were up, like, two points at one point. But they had, like, seven turnovers in the first quarter. Yeah. Ridiculous like that. And I was like, okay, well, on one side, I don't think Jalen and Jason are going to shoot this bad the entire game, but uh, which, I mean, Jalen kind of did. Tatum kind of turned around a little bit. But uh, I was like, there's no way they can keep up with these turnovers. I'm not really feeling super confident right now that they have all these turnovers and they're still they're still right in this game. Um this was just this was a sloppy game on both sides. Like both offenses did not look good. Um, trying to think, like, yeah, like the Bucks just, only shot forty one percent from the field. Like they didn't really light it up offensively either. No. Um, they did score one hundred one points. I felt like they had a much better second half. Uh, I guess not. I guess points wise, but um, no, this was an ugly game. Lots of turnovers for both sides. It felt very sloppy. Um, obviously two good defensive teams. We talked about the Bucs being kind of mediocre during the struggler season, but they really turned it up. Um, they used Javon Carter to bring a lot of pressure. They they used him to like full court pressure the ball handlers, which I think disrupted the Celtics, kind of threw them out of a rhythm offensively. They couldn't really set up their stuff like they wanted to. Definitely. And that, that was from the jump too. Like the first two or three possessions were tight where they were pressed uh, offensively. And I think that, it set the tone for the game, and I think that's what we're going to see moving forward. Yeah. I think the Celtics are going to need a comeback game, too. They're going to need to uh, – like I said, they need to figure a way to 
attack uh, Brooke Lopez on drop coverage and they find a way to find gaps in that defense because they're not going to allow anything right around the rim. Like they're swarming around the rim, but we can't just settle for taking three pointer after three pointer. Like we took more threes than we did twos, which is um, kind of an issue, especially because we're not a very good three point shooting team. Like we don't really yeah. have any guys that are knocked down. Like we, we hope to rely on Peyton Pritchard and Grant Williams their shots mm-hmm. and Jason Tatum of course and Jalen Brown but Pritchard and Grant are really the guys like off our bench like our role players our non-star players that we really count on for a consistent three-point shooting and Pritchard today just did not bring him um, would be able to take advantage of this kind of defense but he just he looked out of it Jalen looks really out of it the entire game even from the beginning like he was just passing up shots. He was just kind of like passing out of shots, which seemed very odd. Something I feel like I haven't seen him doing a ton of. It was just very strange. It looked like they were like scared, especially because he had Giannis on to start. It felt like when Giannis was closing out on him, he'd get nervous and just like kind of throw the ball away when he was starting to go up for a shot. Um, just- and that and that that happened multiple times again. Like it it kept happening. Uh, he did. You're you're exactly right, and I think. It was interesting to see that the report on his hamstring earlier this week that they that Ime thought he would be good to go, but there was still some concern. Um, I bet that played into it a little bit. I mean, I'm 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 sure he's not at a hundred percent, but he just didn't have that spark at the start of the game today, and it uh, it just sort of continued throughout the throughout the whole. Yeah, the whole, he the whole he afternoon. he looked off like both mentally and physically. Definitely, yeah. Like he just didn't didn't quite look right, but and it stinks. We like we lost. We kind of lost home court advantage um, with this one. Now now it's pre- it's pretty much even with them. Have a one game event. Um, them up one game. Right. We have three and three remaining. Uh, and typically the Bucks they're not really usually a great game one team. But they really came and brought it today, and I think that this is going to be a dogfight of a series either way. Yeah, I do I think the Celtics will bounce back. But at the same time, like, they're the defending champs for a reason. Giannis is Giannis. Even, like we said, we were talking about um, with Jason Tatum, like, being able to affect the game no matter what. Like, like we said, he shot, like, 36% from the field. Giannis did. But he, was still, he still had a triple-double. He was still affecting yeah, the game in almost every way. He was still the best player on the court. Right. And we just got to continue to hopefully lock him up. We have Al Horford, who's one of the best Giannis defenders possible. And I think that's very important. But we need to figure out a way to continue that that high level defense on him, make him uncomfortable, and then on the other side, we need to figure a way to get Jalen and Jason rolling. Absolutely, I mean, and I think a third thing that definitely needs to happen is uh, the composure needs to uh, the the composure needs to settle itself a little bit. I mean, we saw a very physical defense from the jump today, and uh, you know, with Giannis that. Foul calls are always going to be contested. He's going to get his free throws, but uh, the the mental stability, the mental focus and clarity that comes with a like a, a Scott Foster game, Ed Malloy game, we'll probably see those guys again. That needs to be that needs to stay ratcheted down. It needs to be uh, another priority for the. Windy day in Pensacola, yeah. Here, I'll go back inside. Hold on. Tough. Battling the elements. Um, yeah. No, but like we said, I think the key to the series is just being able to figure out what we can do offensively to get us in rhythm rather than playing to the strength of the box. Um, yeah. 
I do think the Celtics still have a good chance to win the series because I think they're going to have to depend on – like the Bucks are depending a lot on their role players. I think Drew Holiday, um, he kind of played – he played much better than I think Drew Holiday typically plays, especially um, shooting the ball. I, don't, I Unless I'm going crazy, like I never thought of Drew as really great. She was three for five from three. I don't think he's going to repeat that. He was six for six from the line. His offense was huge because, like we said, they're without Middleton, so the impact of him being on the court um, does make a big difference. Uh, something that's crazy, just looking at looking at the box score right now. Javon Carter was a plus twenty-five, a team high in just twenty in twenty-one minutes. Damn. So he obviously played a huge impact. And like we said, he was just being a pass. He was put up on Pritchard, and he really made Pritchard uncomfortable. Reminded me a lot of the uh, summer league championship when Davion Mitchell was on Pritchard and just like dogging him up and down the court. Right. Um. No, and I think I I don't think that uh, Holiday will shoot as well as he did today again. Uh, I mean the uh, the hot start he got was just great for him. You know, like it gave him the aggressiveness. Uh, I mean, we saw multiple sort of transition threes from him. Uh, it, it, that's not normally his game. So hopefully that uh, something change something the defense changes on him i guess uh but no it was just it was just a a a poor a poor shooting day from like i think you you tweeted it out poor shooting day from both guys and uh both sides i mean and that's gonna change so yeah i'm also it's i'm i'm hoping we can take advantage of the transition defense like the bucks played really good transition defense today but also felt like there's a lot of opportunities in transition that we didn't convert on that were like semi-difficult like they were layups, but they were like slightly contested. Like they're pretty decently contested layups. You're hoping you can make some of those in the future. Yeah. Um, I don't have too many other takes on this series. Um, I just think we we got to we got to regroup and bounce back for game two. I just like we need we need to win game two. We can't we can't fall down 2-0 to the Bucks um, with them going home. So I think yeah, they're going to Milwaukee. I mean, I don't want to call it a must win, but I think it's pretty much a must win in, in this in this situation. Yeah, I agree totally with you. Um, yeah, can't can't go to Milwaukee down two games. Uh, I, I but I but I've got uh, faith that the guys in the locker room will uh, sort of make a point to be like it's just one game. You know, I mean, we saw we saw Grant Williams today really take over one of the huddles during. Uh, I think it was the second quarter. Um, I'm sure that that's going to be the case in the locker room. I'm sure Jalen will be vocal. I'm sure Ime and everybody, all these guys, I'm sure that they uh, will have will have the right things to say. And uh, um, I think there was a, a tweet I saw. It was jokingly that uh, it's good that the Celtics played poor like this, so Ime can come out and publicly shame them and maybe light a fire under them because it's worked in the past, you know. Yeah. I know that that maybe that maybe that'll do the trick. Yeah, um, right. One more thing. Now I think we have at least more film on Brooke Lopez. Like we didn't see them with. I don't believe we saw them with Brooke um, earlier this year. Yeah. Or during the regular season. So I think just having that and knowing what they're going to do with Brooke, we can kind of game plan that a little bit better. Seeing how how we can take advantage of that. Um, there hasn't been a ton of film on him. I think he only played twelve games in the regular season. Then these, what the six games they played or the five or six games they played against the Bulls. Yeah. Um, so we haven't seen a ton of Brooke Lopez. So hopefully just getting more tape on him against the Celtics. Hopefully that can help. We can find a little bit of holes and gaps, but obviously, like we said, the two, two old big men played very well today. 
Right. Um, you got to give credit where credit is due. They they came in and they they both did their job. Definitely. And uh, I, I I think we'll see. Uh, obviously, like in playoff series like this, game one is a uh, not really a statement game, but a, a uh, like sort of a feeling out of like uh, other teams' priorities, other teams uh, on both offense and defense. Uh, and we'll see we'll see a lot of. Uh, transitions made a lot of different game plan uh strategies implemented on uh tuesday yeah for sure um one thing one thing i wanted to know obviously chris middleton's out of the series um we were getting a little bit ahead of ourselves a little excited thinking that this was going to be a, a little bit of an easy path obviously we have i mean I, at least i was thinking it was going to be a little easier than than expected obviously Giannis in the box of the defending champs for a reason mm-hmm. um but also around the league, we also have Embiid. He's dealing with some stuff. He has a fracture or blue bone, which he's going to be at least out um, two games, which does not bode well for the Sixers, who I think are already a team that's that really relies heavily on Embiid. Yeah. Um, clearly, as he's the star, probably going to finish number two in the MVP voting. But I think uh, that I was mulling over this take last night at work, but um, – I think the first couple games when Embiid's out will uh, sort of solidify James Harden's playoff legacy. You know, like if he if he comes out and wins one of these games by himself without Embiid, or if say he doesn't come back until Game Four or Five, and he goes out and keeps the Sixers Sixers alive, I think that it could completely change the narrative of his sort of playoff. I'll push back a little bit because I still think if they want to get eliminated, even if they split the first two games and like James Harden plays fine, if they split, if they even like, if they want to lose in a series, I still think the narrative stays like James Harden, the playoff choker. I really think you need to make like, you need to have like two huge games and then them be able to win the series off the back of that to really, to really change the narrative. I think he's going to have to do a lot more heavy lifting to change the narrative than to, uh, it will keep it as, as him being a playoff choker. But yeah. And I think that um, I think that the on the flip side though, if if Embiid's out and they go down, they lose the first two two three games, and Embiid's not wrap. Yeah, like that. It's it. You can't say anything else to me about James Harden. I mean, because it's yeah. Obviously, we can say that about Harden. And just the Sixers, like this is a bat, not a great matchup for the Sixers because you have probably the guy that's best equipped in the entire NBA to guard. Um, Embiid and, and Bam Adebayo, mm-hmm. so it creates a lot of issues. I know Kyle Lowry is dealing with injuries, but I think Kyle Lowry is so much uh, less of an impact player on this team. I mean, you can argue he's probably like the third or fourth best player on the Heat, whereas Embiid's far and away the number one right. on the Sixers. So I, I, I think I think the Heat will probably be able to take care of business in that series. I'm hoping so. I, I, I hope it's five games. You know, I hope it's. Yeah. I, I, I hope Embiid doesn't come back. You know, like they're down 3 0 when he, like, he, he misses I mean, game. I think, yeah, I think they said game. Did they even say, did they say game three was possibility? Or did they say game four was possibility? I can't remember. They I know he's not traveling the first two. Game three was the hope, but I mean, he also has a concussion and a broken face bone, you know, like. Yeah. So I think he'll play as long as he passes concussion protocol. I think he'll just wear the mask, but. Yeah, if he's and, not able to pass, like, they, if it's three games, then for sure a wrap. Even if it's two, unless they split, I really don't think they have any chance. No, I don't either. And but the one, the one positive Sixers fans can take out of this is that you'll get a masked Embiid for the for the playoffs. You know, like he's gonna he's gonna lean into that and, sort of the mask. 
don't and know. And you kind of lie to yourself a little bit too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, oh, well, if we had indeed, we would have been we would have won the championship. Like we would have won that series. So Sixers. they can also lie to themselves there. They have the 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 scapegoat and be like, Oh, well, we could we would have won, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um and then out west we have the Warriors and the Grizzlies playing. Um I think the Warriors are gonna dominate that. I just think the Grizz we kind of saw in the Timberwolves series, they just don't look fully ready for a deep playoff run. They're able to beat another young team in the Wolves, but I just think the Warriors are going to be – they're just going to be ready for this moment. I think the Warriors are going to step up, and they're probably going to win this series, I think, five, like five or six games. I'd probably yeah, lean towards I, I, Yeah, I would say that there's going to be one, like, big John Morant, Jaron Jackson game. Like, the young guys are going to show out probably in Memphis, like, game three. They're probably going to go go pretty crazy there. But, yeah, you're right. The Warriors are so uh, – poised and they've been there before you know this is this is nothing to them they've been to they've been to what five finals in the last seven years so yeah some absurd like that the same the same four of guys have made deep runs and have had to beat pesky young teams and savvy veteran teams you know like they're 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 not they're not they're equipped. They have they have all they have everything they need. They have the defense, they have the shooting, they have the, the ball handlers. Um they have a couple guys they can switch in and out based on matchups. Like they have Kavon Looney, they can go small with Draymond, obviously. They have the, the pool party lineup, mm-hmm. um the, the kind of new death lineup if they want to go like all offense and go fast. With Wiggins. Um, they're very versatile. And, like I think, as of right as it stands right now, like I gotta think they're the favorites right now to win the win the title, just from what I've seen so far in the playoffs. At least to come out of the West. Yeah, at least to come out of the West. But yeah. I, especially with like you don't know like Booker, um, he looked fine coming back. Uh, but you don't know like how how he's gonna hold up. You know, Chris Paul seems to always. Um, yeah, Chris Paul is a up. big time choke artist too. Like, yeah, and he always seems to get banged up around this time of year, so you never know what's gonna happen with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm really kind of leaning leaning hard on the Warriors. Like, like I said, I think a couple. Uh, I think last week I said my two favorites right now are probably Warriors Celtics. Yeah, um, Celtics obviously didn't look very very impressive today, but the Warriors they obviously haven't played their uh, their game. They will have um, by, yeah, by the time they were what. It's live right now. So they will have. But at the same time, like I feel pretty confident the Warriors that they're going to be able to take care of business in this series. I think the real challenge goes to whatever team they play in the West Conference Finals, which I do think will be the Suns. Um, I, I I, unless unless their health starts to falter in this round. But I just don't think the Mavs have really enough guys to to be able to make, make a deep playoff run. No, I mean, it's just going to be the Luka show. And I think that uh... – Phoenix is incredibly well equipped to slow down Luca. Yeah, yeah, you got. I mean, you got Mikel Bridges, another guy who's a deep boy candidate. You can throw on, throw on Luca. He matches up well just size wise with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so there'll be some interesting series. Like they've got guys. Yeah, I think I think that series might drag on a little bit. I think Luca might be able to steal a game or two. I think so um, too. But I do think inevitably, inevitably, it will be the Suns. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else? There's no real big storylines right now. I don't think from the Western Conference of guys getting injured is there. I'm trying to think. I don't – it doesn't look like it. But um, oh, yeah, it's 25-20 with two minutes left. Chris is up 25-20? Yeah, with two minutes in the first. Um, One thing I did want to note, I just 
I just think the Jazz. I think this is the year they blow it up this offseason. I just oh. don't think they're running it back with this with this core of players. I think they're going to have to blow it up. So we'll see probably a new look Jazz next year. We'll see. I don't know. I've heard, I've heard a lot of Rudy Gobert to Charlotte, which I think would be very interesting. I think he'd fit their team well. Or maybe I, I did see that too. Um, I saw what was what is what would the um package be? How would I saw a lot of buzz that Golden State wanted uh Rudy? How would that package work? It would probably be for Wiggins, correct? Yeah, it ha- I think it would have to be money wise because Gobert's on one of like a max deal. I don't yeah. know how it work for Charlotte. I'm trying to think who the big money guys are in Charlotte. The only one I can think of, I think Rogier's on a pretty. Yeah, or Kelly Oubre, like a combo. I'm sure they'd love Gordon Hayward back in Utah. Yeah, they would. That would be big. And he wants to be a number one option for whatever reason. Uh, he's been on two success, like fairly successful teams, and he just hasn't been happy that he keeps getting like bumped down to the third or fourth option on his team. Right. But, um, with the NFL draft, did you have any thoughts on the Pats? Pats are gonna do Pats things. I mean, they definitely drafted on paper the worst like group of guys. You know, like. They didn't address the linebacker position. They added two more running backs, uh, took a, a flyer on another receiver way too early. It seems very odd. It seems like they could have probably traded down for all the guys and still gotten them without any real issue. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They could have traded back around every time. Maybe their third round, their third round cornerback out of Houston is probably their best pick. Um, but he's also – I think I saw it. He was also only like 5'8", five, 5'9". So That's not, not, corner. not an outside cornerback. Like he's uh, no, certainly a slot. Yeah. A, 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 a diamond. Probably a special team guy is what it is. I mean. Oh, no, I heard. Is that, is that the guy? On the third round. Yeah, well, no, I mean like, yeah, I think like nickel, but also I think he's going to be big on, like they're going like, to use him a lot on special teams. I also heard like he catches passes too. And he was like a pretty good receiver for Houston. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like was used as a slot receiver as well. So they like, I don't know if they plan on using him like multi-dimensionally. Yeah, like, purpose. yeah. Um, I like who the Bills drafted. They got a cornerback, which addresses the need of Pat Mahomes being able to tear them up in 13 seconds. Um, they also got like the best punter like ever, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Uh, apparently, he's Matt Matt Ariza. Yeah, he's groups like 80 yard punts. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's pretty cool. Who, they took a running back too, correct? Was it Zamir White? No, he went to. That wasn't him. I can't think of the name. I just didn't care because it was a running back. I just think running backs are like a dime a dozen. Yeah. So you still take Brees Hall? I'm, yes, I, I am. I'm pissed. Like that was like the one team I didn't want him going to. It just doesn't make sense. Like, didn't they draft Michael Carter in like the second, or, like second or third round, like last year? Fourth round last year, but I mean, fourth round. Okay, still though, yeah. but, like he looked promising as a rookie, and they already yeah, had him in. Ty Johnson, Ty. Yeah, Ty Johnson is still on the team. Yeah, and he was fine. Like, I don't know why you draft another run. I mean, the Jets. Yeah. I, I guess I'm going to go with him. Like, I'm not happy that he went there. I would have much rather him go into a better situation. But what would have been a better situation? That probably would have been – Houston would have been the only uh, good situation. Like no, but I mean, like, even a place that doesn't have, like, a really a, a guy that they're, like, committed to, like, long-term. Like, because, I mean, I think long-term as well. Like, I just don't think the Jets are ever going to be, like, a good team. No, like, like I would just rather have him like go to a situation like even if it's not like this year, like be able to go to a team that like is able to build an offensive line for him to block, mm-hmm. so he can like have. Because I think that's the, really the the big thing is like 
being able to have that offensive line. Like I think a good running back can only do so much. I think it is way more dependent on your offensive line. And we, yeah. I mean, I, I think Zeke's a good example of that. When the Cowboys line was cooking, he was putting up huge numbers. Yeah. yeah. Then when everybody's hurt, he's slowing down. Yeah. I just, I think you're such a product of your offensive line in the NFL, especially as a running back. And also game script. It's the Jets too, you know, like they're yeah, going to be behind. Yeah, but right. he's a decent pass catcher. I, uh, it seemed to look like just look on his stats. So I think I'm going to go with him at the very mm-hmm. worst. I can, I don't know. He's got the talent, but I yeah. plenty of picks. I'm not too worried. No, you're not. I saw you did your little exodus today. You yeah, sent out the guys in preparation for the yeah, draft. Yeah, I just cut my fourth string tight end. I was very upset about that. but I was trying to work something out for you for like a second or third. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to give up like a second or third because I have a lot of spots, but like it needs to be for the right price. I'd kind of like – I got some deals. We can float some deals later. Um, yeah. Yeah, last thing. So we talked about it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much hit everything. Red Sox aren't very good. No, sure the Red Sox blew it last night in horrendous fashion. Did you see that? Yeah, they're losing to Baltimore right now. Yep. Yeah, so not great. Um, but I'll probably start fully paying attention then once the Celtics are over right now. I'm pretty much focused on the seeds. It seems like they always play at the same time. Like when the Celtics do have games, it seems like the Red Sox are always playing like right around the same time, which gets annoying. But It's, it's strange too, but uh, they're not – I guess they're not in in Boston because I thought usually uh, the Garden and the uh, the Sox do a good job of sort of uh, separating those games, like game time, game start, uh, yeah. when they're both in town. So yeah. it just yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not gonna probably pay attention. Like I said, they'll probably like mid June. So they got a little bit to figure it out since then. Yeah. Totally. The last two, the last teams that were in the or the teams that were in the World Series last year both started seven and ten. Sox started seven and ten as well. It's a good sign. Yep. I mean, the, really, MLB playoffs is the most just like who's hot at the right time. Like that's yeah, that's what the MLB playoffs is. Who's got two hot starters and two hot relievers? Like yeah, and whose bats are cooking? Like that's yeah. You need you need two guys to be hitting four hundred in the playoffs two starters and two relievers to be hot. Yeah. And reliever is something that I don't know. I think we're going to need to make a move for reliever. Cause it seems like we're not going to have two guys that can really rely on. No, not at all. Okay. Well, I think that's all I have. I don't have any, I'm going to watch Dr. Strange too. Maybe I'll give a, a, a quick teaser next week. I'm going to watch it on Friday. So. Gotcha. Okay. I was going to watch uh, The Northman this week. I heard so. it's very good. So I think it'd be I've, very I've heard happy. it's good. I've also heard it's fucking weird. I heard that it helps to have a little bit of Norse mythology background. I heard that they like, they wanted time to, like, originally it was supposed to be very heavy in Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess they toned, toned it back. So, like, people aren't going to understand. But I guess there's still a lot of stuff that, like, if you're somewhat familiar with Norse mythology, it, like, kind of. It makes it a little bit cooler for you, but I've heard it's very good. Yeah, I have too. I'm excited. Um, maybe I'll brush up, do a quick little Wikipedia run through yeah. on some North Norse history. Yeah, we can give quick no spoiler trailers next week, and then maybe we'll get a chance to watch it the following week, and then we then we can fully discuss the week after after people get a chance to watch. Got it. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll see you next week, pal. Hopefully, the Celtics are in a much better shape at at this point next week. Well, we will only have one game except because they play Tuesday, Sunday. Yeah, but we'll be able to. We'll probably unless there, it's not gonna be a late game Sunday. Uh, I think it's at three thirty. Yeah, so we, I mean, we can record. I'd much rather record after, like, get the game reaction. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, we're up two one at that point. Yep. 
Okay. Well, it's a plan. See you, pal. See ya.